Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Coming up, another game to preview this Sunday. You got the Colts, an up and down season for them. Got off to a disastrous start. You didn't know who the hell was going to be healthy uh, to start the year. Was Carson Wentz even going to be behind center? Was it going to be Sam Ellinger who who was going to be the starting quarterback because Wentz got injured? Um, they've dealt they've dealt with some injuries. They've dealt with some COVID situations like most teams. Quentin Nelson, but right now pretty much healthy. A couple weeks back, we were talking about Jonathan Taylor as a realistic MVP candidate. If it was going to go to a non quarterback, obviously that's not going to be the case. But still, an awesome season for JT, especially when you consider the fact it's only his second year in the league out of Wisconsin. Um, this Colts team, I feel like with this Colts team, like I'm more excited to watch them next year. Like now that they actually have an identity still, you watch Wentz and I was hyping up Wentz all the way up until about like week 14, because you were looking at the numbers and you were looking at the metrics every week and you were like, man, Wentz is playing really good football right now, man. Wentz went four consecutive weeks without one turnover worthy throw. Then came the Patriots game. And they had to run, like they had to run Jonathan Taylor pretty much into the ground because you couldn't drop once back. He was awful in that game. He was throwing picks. Um, we saw the chest pass again in that spot. He forgot he was right handed once again. So it's been an up and down season for Carson Wentz, where he was looking really, really good. Now he's kind of come back down to earth, but you know they're gonna look to run the ball with Jonathan Taylor here in this spot. And it'd be really hard to back the Jags. They've been a complete disappointment. Urban Meyer doesn't even last one season. Q and I, I think our first episode joked about that. Like, can we take the under on Urban Meyer under nine games? He didn't even make it through one season. He's probably heading back to the broadcast booth. So the Jags have stunk. And then for some reason, there's been like four or five different spots. I feel this season where everybody ran to bet the Jags. Um, The last instance of this was when Urban Meyer was fired and everybody was like, okay, Finally, we'll see what Trevor Lawrence has. And he's been awful this year. I mean, a lot of that has to do with he's a rookie quarterback. The offensive line hasn't been great. His weapons stink. Um, Urban Meyer drafted Travis Etienne in the first round and then got him killed before the regular season even began. So he's never even taken the field in a game. He didn't want to use James Robinson, even though he broke the rookie rushing record as an undrafted running back last year. So the play calling stunk. The weapons weren't great, but Trevor has been bad. Throwing off his back foot, turning the ball over. Um, hasn't really been great this year. The Jags are terrible. So I feel like in this spot, you probably have to take the Colts. The only thing that would scare me is like narrative based. Like when you look at this week and it's like, okay, I want to stay away from this um, Minnesota Chicago game. I want to stay away from this Detroit Green Bay game because these games don't mean anything. I want to bet on a team, if you're making like two to three bets, maybe one bet this weekend, you know, I want to bet on the Chargers because they need to win to get in. Or I want to bet on the Raiders because they need to win to get in. But the thing about that is, like, teams that actually need to win in the final week of the regular season to get into the playoffs have went just 16-26 and against the spread when playing teams with no incentive. Like, this spot right here, History is actually telling you to back the Jags. Maybe even like take a shot with them on the money line. They have nothing to play for, but maybe this is the game where Trevor Lawrence looks like the number one overall pick and goes out there and throws for 500 yards. I don't see it happening, but I just thought going back and looking at that trend, that's crazy because like the games I'm looking at betting this week are the games where it's like it's a must-win spot. You know, the Rams, they don't want to play a road game until they have to go to Lambeau Field. Um, The Bills, they need to win this game, but... 
Teams that need to win to get in, like the Colts, 16 and 26, hitting at just a 38% clip. And 13 of those 42 teams lost straight up on the money line. So out of the 42, 13 of those lost straight up. I just don't see a situation where the Jags win this game. It would be disgusting to back the Jags. But also, you want to lay this number with the Colts, who have been up and down all season long. Like, man, just gross. They were 15-point favorites against uh, Jacksonville. Won that one 28-14. Didn't cover the number, the closing number. Yeah. Yeah, that was last year. That was with Mike Lennon at quarterback or two years ago. I'm not going to touch this one. Um, If anything, all that said, if you could get more than a touchdown, 14 and a half, or maybe this is a teaser option, the Jags might be the play, which is why I'm going to completely stay away from this game. If anything, I'm playing the same props every week with the Colts. I'm just going to continue to play the Jonathan Taylor rushing attempts and rushing yards. Um, Watch Carson Wentz probably go off for like 350 in this game. And then when the Colts do, if they do win this game and get into the playoffs, the question is, what are they going to be able to do in the playoffs? Um, team I've bet on a lot this year, a team that I was really high on a couple weeks ago, but then Wentz went back to being Wentz. But on the defensive side of the ball, they take the football away more than any team in the league. They lead the league in turnovers. Darius Leonard is awesome. Best player on the field usually. And uh, still just can't bet on a team led by Carson Wentz, though, in the playoffs. But, I mean, you're getting a really good price on them. And the AFC... Everything is pretty much wide open. I actually saw some line movement on the Titans, uh, who I jokingly said I could see them making a run to the Super Bowl. They went from 6-1 to one to win the AFC to now 5-1 to one to represent the AFC. And if they get that number one overall seed, like that's something that you should probably take a look at with Derrick Henry coming back, I guess, because that first-round bye is so important and having home field advantage so important. Whereas with the Colts, I mean, do you trust Carson Wentz going on the road? Maybe if... They're a 12-13 win team, and they have home field advantage because they could run the ball, and they have a defense that could take the ball away, and they're getting healthy. But I just I can't back a quarterback like that going on the road. But I can back a quarterback like Ryan Tannehill if he's playing a home game, if they do have that first-round spot, uh, first-round bye. And you have a team like the Chiefs or the Bills who maybe have to fight in that first round of the playoffs. So probably out on the Colts. Uh, probably not going to touch this game, especially with a double-digit spread with Indianapolis. But I will be watching this game. 15.5 is the number right now. The total, I, I might look at the over. It's 44 right now. It's juiced, minus 115. That might be worth the play. Uh, the Colts on the money line, minus 1,100. The Jags in this spot, 7-1, to one, plus 700. A couple boosted props and parlays that are available over at BetMGM. You can play the Colts to win between 7 to 12 points. That's plus 375, nearly 4-1 to one odds on that. You could take the Jags. If you do think the Jags are going to cover the number, like the trends and the history is telling you, to cover 13.5 and, and 41 total points to be scored, that's 3-1 to one odds, plus 300. That's the prop available over at BetMGM. No player props currently available. Um, we'll see those come out maybe tomorrow, definitely by Saturday, but I would look at the Jonathan Taylor attempts and the Jonathan Taylor rushing yards. A couple other things. You got the race to 10 points, the Jags plus 340. If you think they could reach 10 points before the Colts like that, that's maybe like the tight, this is the week maybe where you could take a shot. You win a golf bet or something like that. You could throw a little extra money on something like that. Uh, both teams to score 20 or more points is plus 260. If you think this game is going to go over that total. Don't hate that for plus 260. The money line in both teams to score 20 or more points. The Colts to win and 20 or more points to be scored by both teams is plus 320. So if you like the over in this spot, if you just want to play the points and you think the Colts are going to win, there's a couple different money-making opportunities there for you. 
1 p.m. kickoff on Sunday, 15-and-a-half-point spread, Indianapolis on the road, taking on the Jags. I was just looking at the, the numbers for the rookie quarterbacks, and other than Mac Jones, bad year for rookie quarterbacks. Um, went on a show today, and they asked me, like, what's the worst What's the worst bet that you have still open right now, like the worst future ticket, season win total ticket? For me, it's just the individual, the Zach Wilson rookie of the year ticket that's sitting there, but he's looked good the last couple of weeks. In fact, I kind of like what I have saw from the Jets. Trevor Lawrence does not look good. Uh, man, um, trying to think who did look good. Mac Jones has looked good, obviously. Um, that's about it for the rookie quarterbacks. Rough year for the rookie quarterbacks. 